0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I'm joined by Michael Keeley. Michael is an executive producer at RTE Television and he's head of the Irish delegation over in Liverpool at the Eurovision Song Contest. Michael, you're very welcome to the show. I'm sure you, you and the rest of the delegation must be very disappointed that you're, you're going into the weekend without Ireland in the final.
1: Uh, yeah, good evening, Kieran. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah, we're very disappointed. I mean, you know, all the. Um, Delegation here, the band, and the, all our all our people here, uh, obviously had our eye on participating in the final uh, tomorrow night. So it's um, yeah, it's very disappointing when our our journey ends very suddenly, as you probably saw on Tuesday night.
0: Yeah, I mean it it, it is a feeling though you're probably getting more and more accustomed to.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie it's um, it's not a uh, it's not an unusual thing to happen to us in the last number of years. So, yeah, it's not a great feeling. It doesn't get any easier. Um, every year it happens. So, yeah, unfortunately it is. But, you know, we live in hope. We'll come back and we'll fight again another day. Why does it keep happening? Well, I mean, look, that's, that's a very good question. And, um, you know, this isn't, a, this isn't a science, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an artistic endeavour and you're competing against... Up to nearly forty other countries um, at it. Um, we're we're in the semi-finals. Uh, we don't automatically qualify for a final place like uh, the big five nations. So um, so it is tough, and it it just depends on I think um, a lot of things coming together and um, a certain you know there's, a, there's there's a certain x factor I suppose that you can't put your finger on, but um, you know, and it can be elusive at times, and you know, it it, it can just. You know, you have it when you have it. I suppose we you know? we
0: seem remarkably consistent, though, at eluding it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But we're, I suppose, we're. You know, we've 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 had a pretty um, pretty uh, bad, I suppose, uh, streak in the last few years. But you know, we're not alone in that. In terms of countries in Europe, other countries have had similar runs in the past. You know, so I mean, I think it's something that you, you know, it's just you just have to keep going back and trying again year after year.
0: I mean, you know, the the definition of insanity, that whole thing of doing the same thing and expecting different results, you'd be familiar with. So what can and should we do, should RTE do to get a different result?
1: Well, it's not that we do the same thing every year because we send a different act and a different song and a different staging every year. So it's not as if we're sending the same act and the same song every year and expecting a different result. So I mean, it's it, it it one of the things I suppose that we probably don't do in in RT, and it's down to resources and financing. Is that we don't have a selection process like other countries, uh, in other very successful Eurovision countries have. So, for instance, Norway, Sweden, Finland have um, very successful uh, shows that run over a, a number of weeks, over six or eight weeks, and they would select uh, an act uh, over over that kind of period of time, and that very often. Um, gives, first of all, it gives the, the, the public in each of those countries a very good idea of what the act that we're sending is, or what they're sending is, and also it does help that the fans get to know the hardcore fans, Eurovision fans around Europe, get to know the act before they actually arrive in Liverpool or wherever it is.
0: And why can't we do that?
1: Well, as I said to you, it's down to resources, it's down to, to money, I mean you know, we we don't have unfortunately the, the luxury of, of having a sort of a, a never-ending um, pot of money for which from which to make entertainment shows. I wish we did, but uh, we we don't. I'm afraid. So, so it's 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 down to that. I mean, it's down to you know. I mean, it's it's,
0: it's mundane sure and, that's, and it's boring. That, that's probably it's the case in though own. in most other European. I I I I've no doubt, Michael. Well, if I had somebody on from public uh, public broadcast in any other European country, including those Scandinavian countries, they'd suggest that they don't have the money that they would like either. Well, well. um... I mean, the, 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 the BBC are dealing with budget yeah. cut after budget cut, and they effectively the UK won the competition well, last year.
1: Well, well, you 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 better remember that the UK are automatically in the final; they don't have to endure a semi-final like we do every year. And if they had to, it's doubtful that they would have been in the final for the last ten years because uh, you know they've always finished consistently in the bottom of the. This is prior to Sam um, Ryder. Now they've always finished in the bottom five of the leaderboard on the uh, at the final. So if they had to take part in the semi-final, it's, un- it's unlikely I, I would think that they would get to the final. SVT, so just go back to your original point. The SVT, who are the Swedish broadcaster, um, have been running their show for, I think it's over 20 years now, or maybe, maybe even more, but I think it's current form over about 20 years. And it has uh, it, it is a, a, an arena show that moves around different arenas in Sweden, so they clearly do have the money to put that on and they keep putting it on every year because it gives them very, very good results in Eurovision.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we, we, like RT wasn't flush with cash, uh, uh, with spare cash lying around in the early 80s uh, and up until the mid 90s when you, you couldn't throw yeah. a stone in this country without hitting a Eurovision winner.
1: Well, I don't believe there's ever been a time when we have been flush with cash. But uh, yes, but that's true. But the but the, the competition So again, so the same constraints, the same financial constraints
0: existed uh, at that time, uh, and we had no, success. No, but, but, but
1: the but the competition was completely different back then. There were no semifinals. There were half the number of countries uh, taking part. So everybody went to the final in those days. So it was. If you ask me, it's a completely different competition now to the one that we used to win back in the day. So it's it's just it's it's just. Um, evolved
0: out of all recognition, to be honest. So is, it, so is the problem the competition format then, or that you don't have any money for it? How do you mean? Like, you're talking well, about... Well, yeah, I mean, you blame the money, and then when I suggest you didn't have money in the late 80s, well, mid-90s, well, it's just, well, actually, well, the format's the problem. Is
1: that, is that, no, no, what I'm saying to is we don't have money to mount the sort of shows that they do in Scandinavia, which are the selection shows that pick your winner for Eurovision. The, the successful countries in Eurovision are the ones that have these uh, well-established selection shows that run over a number of weeks.
0: Could we run it over several weeks on the Late Late Show? At the moment, you know, the, the selection process obviously is tied in with the Late Late and the Late Late, of course, the well, format it, it, of it is it, all up for debate yeah. at the moment, the future format. So is, well, is that something exactly. maybe that we could do?
1: Well, I mean, that's, it's, it's all up for debate, I suppose, because, you know, at the moment, you know, the, 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 they've yet to announce who's uh, who's the incoming presenter of the Late Late Show. There may be a new team coming in. So all of that stuff is up for discussion,
0: yeah. So is that something that personally you, you would like to see well, with with a new no, format ideally, that you I mean, could run it over several weeks and it might not be the arena tour that they do in Sweden, but it, it would get exposure to acts and to a song over several weeks on the most watched show on Irish television?
1: Yeah, I mean, ideally I'd like to run it as a separate uh, standalone uh, selection show. Because I think that then doesn't confuse the message. I mean, The Late Late Show has a lot of other things that it does just besides, you know, music. And, um, it, you know, it may be a good fit for one night, but it might not be a good fit for another night. Because, as I said, their, their brief is so broad that uh, I don't know if you could insert a Eurovision selection show into mm. that over six or seven weeks.
0: Well, uh, uh, as well as possibly doing that, uh, what do you make of the suggestion? Rhino O'Shocknessy, who who did get through to a final himself in 2018 with the song Together, you'd have seen, I'm sure, this uh, thread on on Twitter he put together. Now, I should say, um, like, he he goes out of his way to suggest he's not criticising you, and I want to say that right off the bat, but he suggests that The Irish Eurovision delegation needs mixing up and I think we should think about doing what the UK did a few years back and outsourced required jobs to music industry folks like myself. In 2018 when I qualified I stepped in as creative director after refusing to emerge from an exploding cake and I pushed hard to have two male dancers on stage with me. I was responsible for signing off on the final production of the track itself. I hired an independent stylist. I made sure the project as a whole had some content to it and all of these factors helped get Ireland into a final. The implication being that had it been left up to the delegation he wouldn't have got through but he took control and got through
1: um, no I think that's, um, that's I don't think that's what he's saying what, he, what he's suggesting is that maybe we adopt the kind of the UK's approach in the last couple of years which is to um, um, employ uh, TAP which, an agency like TAP which is a music publisher to select or help select the actor. so that's how they got Sam Ryder and that's why they did so well two years ago um, so I think that's pretty much what he's suggesting to be honest
0: and is that something that we should do? Would you agree with a suggestion?
1: Well, I don't. I, you know, I think everything should be should be on the table to have a look at. Uh, absolutely, you know. So, like, I would be I would be open to any way uh, method of selecting a song that will get us a decent result. Uh,
0: uh, a lot of people point back, and this is before your tenure as 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 uh, a part of this delegation. I understand, but the, the decision to send dust to the turkey that we're still uh, several years later being punished for it. I, I mean, is uh, there any merit well, in that? Only
1: you should mention Dustin, because he turned up the other night on Tuesday. Um, I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I don't think people um, t- think of what happened 15 years ago and, and um, refuse to, to vote for an Irish act just because of that. I think it's all down to excuse me, the song and the performance on the night. And I think that's just what it, what you know, it is. It's down to people's preference on the night and who, who they pick up the phone to vote for. You know, I don't think they're motivated by longstanding
0: grudges. Or the 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 longer the losing streak if I describe it that way goes on i mean the more you must get it in the neck as well michael
1: well i mean look i you know i it's like it's my it's my it's part of my job i suppose you know and um the, i you know I, I i tend to be the the target for some fans ire uh, when it when we don't qualify um but look you know i mean that's 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 part of the job i don't i don't mind that i mean i'd rather i'd rather they criticize me than any than any of the acts that go and take part because you know, they put their heart and soul into it. It's no fun, believe me, when we don't qualify, you know. But, I mean, I may, you know, be part of a delegation next year. This might be a once-in-a-lifetime chance for those people. So I really feel for the, for the artist and mm. for the
0: act primarily. Well, listen, we, we, we wish wild youth the absolute best of luck with their own careers, and uh, we wish you and, and whoever you bring with you to the Eurovision next year the best of luck uh, well in advance, Michael. Thanks a million uh, for taking the time to speak to us. Michael Keighley, Executive Producer with RTE Television and Head of the Irish Delegation uh, over in Liverpool. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.